Hello and welcome to the first episode of Between the Wickets. Yes, this is actually the first episode. And I have Subhu and Pinga with me on this one yet again. So we hi will guys. discuss... Hey, say hi guys. Hi. Okay. So on this episode, we want to go over the India versus West Indies. It happened in Florida. It was a great game. Uh, India won. But then it was a very different kind of a game and there are a lot to take away from this game for us. No idea why it is happening in Florida. Uh, yeah, right. So one of the reasons why I believe or most people believe it's happening in Florida is one, they say it is to increase the popularity of the game that we all love and also to give it a chance to be included in the Olympics. Uh, there is there is a large section that is trying to lobby for the inclusion of cricket into the Olympics and bringing it into a wider landscape. We have very specific countries that play cricket right now and trying to increase that might really help us take cricket into the Olympics. Maybe, you know, maybe not the next one, maybe the one after that. Apart from that, it is also the case that if you're conducting, if you no matter where India goes to play, you have crowds. Yeah. Something we see is wherever we go, we see huge number of crowds. Yeah, so that is always the case. So if you're probably having a match in Florida, the chances of a lot of Indians turning up and that's going to be huge revenue for the home team, which right now is the West Indies. And that's really always a revenue earner. So I think that's one of the reasons we have it in Florida. What was interesting yesterday was the pitch. The pitch. I mean, I have no idea how that worked out. Uh, Your thoughts on this, guys? It was a very damp pitch according to the pitch report and all. So, right from the start, it had uh, two pacey wicket. So, uh, but batsmen weren't expecting the bounce and all. And there's a bit of two pace. So, I guess every batsman struggled on the pitch. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, and the uh, most important thing, India won the toss and uh, put West Indies to bat first. And India were on their shot directly. In the first over, they had a wicket. Hmm, that, that's right. So that was a really important toss to win, I suppose, because uh, especially after the uh, losing captain also said that they would have liked to bowl first if they had won the toss. And I think batting first on that wicket would have been very uncertain. Like Subhakar said, it was a two-pacey wicket. So maybe, you know, having a target in mind to chase helped India chase it out. Considering that we lost six wickets, which was not expected, we were expected to chase it down very quickly. So... I think this was really a good, I mean, this was a great toss to win. So that was one thing. Apart from that, let's, let's talk about the first innings in specific. Let's talk about, uh, Maybe before I mean, that, uh, can we discuss about the team selections? Oh, oh yes, of course. Yes, I think we should start with the team selections. So, I mean, uh, according to me, if you ask me, my thoughts on this were, uh, I expected one of Jadeja and Kronal Pandya to play. Because both of them are very similar kind of players. So I expected one of them to play. But I think the reasoning behind having both of them in the team was one, uh, the boundaries. The boundaries were bigger boundaries. And uh, you you give Krunal Pandya a better chance to clear those boundaries than you give Jadeja. But after the innings Jadeja played against New Zealand, it's really hard to leave him out of the squad. So we actually went in with only five specialist batsmen to be, batsmen to be talking about. Then, of yeah. course, you had selections of uh, only Manish Pandey played, but not Shreyas Iyer. You had to pick Manish Pandey versus Shreyas Iyer, and I think Manish Pandey made it into the squad a little easily. Apart from that, uh, now the signing, of course. Yeah. We'll, 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 we'll discuss about that. There's a lot. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. There's a lot to discuss about now the signing. Subo, you go first. 
yeah according to me from the team point of view we could expect a openness as usual shikhar dhawan and rohit sharma followed by virat kohli uh, manish pandey was something uh, uh, surprise for me because uh, i thought kl rahul would be included in number 4 and then yeah. wicket keeper rishabh pant was except, uh, expected and as you said shashank uh, i thought only one of the left hand all rounder would be included but both of them got included which was a surprise too the main thing was navdeep saini which all of us were expecting him to play and he also outshined today yeah that, that is that was a great great uh, debut to have for anybody now oh. so pinga you want to go about this the team selection um team selection um, i thought uh, they'll give this guy what is uh, rahul char no deepak char a chance actually because mm-hmm. he had a um, nice outing in ipl and all mm-hmm. and uh, apart from that uh, yeah actually kl rahul should have been there in the team but maybe um, they were planning to give him some rest and try new options for the t20 world cup as well yeah that, so, that is that is true yeah you know yeah. kl rahul somehow has been this you know classic case of unluckiness sometimes you know from long time Yeah, yeah. Maybe they thought to look for other options as well. Yeah, that that that's possibly the only way. So, do you want to add something to that? Yeah, maybe they are uh, keeping in sight the next year 2020 World Cup in Australia. So they are uh, planning to maybe make a more solid number four. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So I mean, uh, it, does this in some way mean that they are not looking at KL Rahul as a T20 player? maybe they are looking at him more as a man for other formats and not to say kl rahul has better uh, good records as a t20 player he has uh, quite a few hundreds too and uh, right. he also has done uh, quite good in ipl right right so i am not sure uh, why did they go with manish pandey as their really? first choice i know he's i think Rahul is unlucky because India have a lot more options here because uh, Rahul is the kind of player you would like to open with in my team he would be opening because yeah, he kind of up- yeah he's more dangerous in the T20 format correct, correct. and then then when you have somebody like uh, Rohit Sharma and you have uh, Shikhar Dhawan opening you can't send any of them down the order and that's where i think Rahul seems to be a player who's more who the team views as more flexible they are okay with pushing him down the order and up the order whereas shikhar dhawan and rohit sharma can't do that i don't think rohit sharma would prefer coming in down the order though he does oh, that yeah. when he's from mumbai indians he's really successful but then now he's made his place as an opener so yeah kl rahul seems to be quite unlucky in this and now considering the influx of youngsters that we are having into this team you know you have a shreyas ayer in the flanks waiting to get a chance and all these yeah. things somehow it feels like yesterday no kl rahul nothing of the sort so somehow it looks like maybe you know kl rahul is just losing out on this slowly yeah and, and maybe they're planning to put rishabh pant at number 4 like at the top of the order to maybe dominate the play at the start is Maybe. Yeah, right. that that is that is also a really good uh, idea. They might they might want to send him up the order, but then I think KL Rahul is slowly losing his place again. Coming back to that, so Navdeep Saini, guys, Navdeep Saini. You know, so before we start, I have a really interesting story about uh, Navdeep Saini. Navdeep Saini was originally 
not really the kind of player that people wanted to have in the team. So I was reading a little bit about him before before we started recording. So it's a, there's a little interesting story where he was he until 2012 he hardly played any cricket. He used to play only tennis ball cricket for 200 rupees a match. He was he was paid 200 bucks a match and that's all he used to play. And then in one of those times he was uh, bowling in the nets to some I think practice bowler or something like that. And that's when Gautam Gambhir uh, saw him and he caught Gautam Gambhir's eye and Gautam Gambhir. Put in a lot of effort to bring him into the Delhi team, and it was at that time where he had issues with uh, with Kish, you know Bishan Singh Bedi, who is a part of the Delhi selection committee, and he also had issues with uh, Atul Sharma, I believe, who is again uh, part of the committee. So this was uh, one of the things that happened, and then it was Gautam Gambhir who put in a lot of effort to bring this guy into the, it was Chetan Chauhan, I'm sorry, it was uh, Bishan Singh Bedi and Chetan Chauhan, part of the Delhi's uh, selection board, were not okay with the inclusion of somebody like Navdeep Saini, they told him that he's not going to be a good bowler at all, and they were not ready to bring him into the Delhi team, into the Delhi Ranji team, that's where Gautam Gambhir put in a lot of effort, went against all odds and got this guy into the team. So immediately when, uh, so there was this tweet yesterday from Gautam Gambhir, that's where I led all of this thing from, is uh, immediately when he went on to the, when he got his India cap, he made his India debut, Gautam Gambhir tweeted out saying that even without bowling a ball, you have picked up two wickets of uh, Bishan Bedi and uh, Chetan Chauhan, their middle stumps are flying. So, yeah, so of course he's yeah. trying to get them with all of this, but it's an interesting story of how a person maybe did not think of cricket so seriously. He never played leather ball cricket until 2012 and now, now he's here. It's, it's really nice to see that, right? And if you see his figures, it's extraordinary. Four overs, he has gone for 17 runs with one maidens and three wickets. This is an extraordinary debut for a player to start his career. Right, that's an excellent debut, right? I mean, and I we I will agree that it's the pitch also, but then extraordinary debut bowling a made an OES yeah. uh, again. Say it was Pollard and the oh, went over and all that, but then great bowling, great discipline the way he's bowled, and uh, I think the figures show for it, and that was really nice. Finger, you want to add something? Um, yeah, it's actually quite nice to watch actually. So like young fast bowlers coming up, um, like. There are many fast bowlers coming up actually. Hmm. Um, yeah, uh, like he has the leashed economy as well in the bowling and highest wickets. Quite impressive. Quite impressive on the view as well. Yeah. One more. We have to wait and see how we goes on as more games come on. Yeah, that that's true because uh, it will be very interesting to. It's always interesting to see a new bowler break onto the scene and then you're basically just waiting for him to do this game over game, game over game. And it will yeah. be really, really interesting to see what happens because I remember seeing uh, Kagi Sorobada in the first few games and thinking, oh my God, this is this guy is amazing. And then he went on to keep that pace, keep that discipline and keep bowling that way for the rest of it. And that's why everybody knows Kagi Sorobada as the bowler that he is. And there have been a few bowlers, you know, be it Pakistan, be it South Africa, where they've come onto the scene, burst onto the scene, but haven't been able to make an impact in the long run. So that'll be fun. Oh, correct. Correct, yeah. you're absolutely right. So, I uh, hope this can actually... Uh, his skills and they spoiled his career, to, to be honest. Yeah, right. We have this unfortunate thing. Uh, I think it's lesser now. It was there five to six years earlier where we have, we have a bowler. We try to mould that bowler into the way we want him to be rather than um, having him to be himself.
Yeah. We've seen a lot of bowlers who've lost pace because their actions have been changed. Uh, and you know, we talk a lot about technicalities and then they lose out on their individual game. So I, we hope that does not happen with Navdeep Saini. Now, one thing that interests me about Navdeep Saini the most and one bowler that comes to mind when I do think of the style of Navdeep Saini's bowling is Maude Markle. He, Navdeep Saini is more of a hit-the-deck bowler. He's not about swing. He doesn't try to swing the ball. He tries to hit the deck hard. He tries to bowl those little cutters. And he tries to get the moment off the pitch, which is very unusual for an Indian bowler. I don't think I've seen enough Indian bowlers who try to do that. Most of us concentrate on swing. All of the bowlers that we have currently in the team also concentrate on swing. So, Navdeep Saini... Also, he has a great pace. Yeah, he has great pace. Uh, apparently, I was looking up uh, some stats about Navdeep Saini the other day. And uh, turns out he... He bowled the fastest ball in IPL last time around, and the just completed IPL. He bowled the second fastest ball that was at 152 kilometers per hour. So that is that is great pace coming from a youngster. Yeah. So yeah, he seems like a Marne Markle, like the Marne Markle. You know, he used to come in tall. He can generate bounce. He can hit the deck hard, and he can get extract a lot from the pitch. So I think you know I'm. Uh, somehow that's what uh, it reminded me of when I was watching Navdeep Saini Bowl yesterday. So let's let's hope he can pull that off and uh, he can keep it in this game. Yeah, we have to see too. We'll we'll have to see what Navdeep Saini can yep. do. And, uh, and Zahir Khan was also sorry. It's been played on the same pitch, right? Or uh, is it a different? Yeah, it's been. Uh, they're in the same stadium and they're using the same pitch. They're using the same pitch, but uh, there was also a report that they're not going to do anything to the pitch, which means there is a chance for the pitch to dry out. So right now it's a damp pitch, but then there's another, there's also the concern of uh, having uh, having the weather conditions. If the weather conditions are a little more hotter in Florida today, like on the beaches of Florida, then the pitch might dry up and, you know, it might be a different ball game again. Because if it's the same pitch, we might end up, it might get a, end up getting boring because you have the same players, the same pitch, and now everybody yeah. knows how to bat on that pitch. Everybody yeah. has learned that he can settle down. I think apart from Pollard, nobody can claim that they actually got into the game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think a little different. And also, just just adding on Navdeep Saini, last point on Navdeep Saini, yesterday, after the match, Zahid Khan was putting in a point about how he sees Navdeep Saini to be more of a cricketer who will shine in red ball cricket. He says this is the kind of bowling that is expected in a red ball game. Though he's shining in a white ball game, that's wonderful. But yeah, they he seems to believe that uh, Navdeep Saini can go really big uh, in test matches. Considering you, you know, just imagine having an attack with a Bhumra and Ishan Sharma, uh, Navdeep Saini maybe, and that that would be really nice to have. That's just adding on to the Navdeep Saini conversation that we were having earlier. So next up, over the the over the entire, I mean, other than Navdeep Saini bowling. Uh, everything everything was good. Everybody was able to pick a wicket yesterday. It was it was yeah. a good bowling uh, this thing. That's it. that's all I can say, I guess. Yeah, but it was it, overall a good bowling, decent bowling performance from India, restricting West Indies. Uh, generally, West Indies known as a great T20 team with all power hitters around, <laughs> and restricting a team like that to 95 runs was really great in yeah. the starting match. Uh, as usual, the play. Pitch played a major role too, but uh, it was the baller who had produced the wickets. 
so the credit also has to be given to the bowlers starting from washington sundar who had picked the wicket in the first over yeah correct starting with the spinner was a good idea since the pitch was slow and nobody knew what to expect i think uh, we were able to exploit that as well finger you want to uh actually there were a lot of uh, left handed batsmen i guess in the lineup so maybe that was the reason why they started with the uh, with washington sundar as a yeah, which, which is actually an yeah, opener right. yeah and the opener john campbell uh, he went out to play a shot at the second ball itself right 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 you know but i think again you know somebody put it really well yesterday talking about the west indies batting yesterday they were playing more to the format than the conditions yeah even yeah. if when you try to hit out in the first six overs but then they were not playing to their conditions they were looking more to just hit and when you when half of your side is back in the pavilion in the before the power play ends and then you really don't have a lot of yeah time. they must uh, 33 for 5 when the power play ended correct that was little pity 33 in the power play is good but 33 for 5 in the power play is bad is always bad and again it was a surprise also the picking of jadeja and krunal pandey was also a surprise to me considering they had four left-handers in their top 7 so that was one more reason why i was surprised uh, for why you would be picking yeah. a left spinner you know. left hand but then, yeah but then again it just worked out yeah pinga you were saying something uh, yeah if actually if you look at the stats each of them bowled their full quota four hours and they bowled a like each person bowled a maiden actually yeah they got a wicket and they bowled in maiden each one as well oh, did they oh i did not observe them i think i missed out on that that is oh. the another interesting oh. statistic there maybe a uh, few batsmen went into the shell completely uh, or yeah and few directly attacked from the word go so Correct. it was it was a it was a really bad idea so in some places they tried to hit it out and got lost yeah. and then in other places they were just not trying to for example like carlos prathet he played very slowly like his strike weight was like some 37 or so 37 yeah <laughs> and the worst thing was in their high score lineup the first score was of course pollard with the 49 of run a ball 49 which was yeah. the reason they passed they at least got a nice yeah. so, next was puran nicolas puran and then he got out and the next highest score on their list is 9 from 24 balls by yeah, carlos batwait as yeah. you said and his strike rate was not did not even cross 40 so that, that's really bad and uh, one more thing i found interesting was khalil ahmed did not get to complete his quota of four overs khalil ahmed is right now in this place where he gets picked for the team he is bowling well but it's it's not a mainstream name right now you know it's not like yes khalil ahmed is the first name on the team sheet no it's not like that yet yeah so it's a little he's sad that he didn't get his quota four overs yeah maybe it was the decision was made up to the wicket because uh, the wicket was helping spinners so both krunal pandya and ravindra jadeja would have kept low as well for yeah that's a great point that is actually a great point because ravindra jadeja and krunal pandya got to complete their quota of four overs each and khalil ahmed being more of a bowler who depends on a good pitch i think i think that was the reasoning behind uh, not having khalil ahmed into the in getting his full quota of overs that's a good point anything else you want to add subo uh, basically what we can say from yesterday's match uh, was west indies failed to read the pitch earlier and uh, they just went to hit the boundaries and uh, they yeah. just 
failed overall that that is that was is also a great bowling performance from india which we everyone agrees but yes. uh, you, i it would have been better if west indies could uh, first read uh-huh. the pitch properly and then go for the shots rather right. than coming directly and going for glory shots yes that is true in that case we would have had a better contest and i think yeah. overall as a cricket fan we would have the t20 match uh, what audience and people fans expect is uh, more runs Hmm. and more sixes but uh, <laughs> today is... was quite uh, it was very quiet actually yeah that that's right it was quiet and it was one sided and then let's talk about the second innings of the game which also looked good i mean i did not expect west indies to take six wickets i'll i'll be honest i thought maybe we are going to get across yeah. the line we might lose just two wickets somewhere there and uh, that's it because you can afford to play slowly when you're chasing uh, you know 95 and 120 balls you can afford to play slowly and there we are uh, your thoughts on the second innings of the game yeah, yeah. actually uh, rohit and davan opening the game Actually, it was quite a good start until the second over. I think uh, we had the first wicket in second over. I guess I'm not sure yeah. exactly, but the uh, uh, one coming after an injury, uh, trying to play a shot on the leg side, yeah. uh, he got out. But maybe yes. after coming from an injury, he'll have his nerves for sure. Which which so again is some, very. He needs some times to settle down. So maybe he will obviously settle down in the coming matches. Absolutely, right. which again is very true because he hasn't played a single competitive game after that injury. Though he was, he got injured on the back of a century, though. But then he hasn't played any competitive cricket, and maybe he was just trying to do something on the stage, and you know, he faltered. Yeah, and Rohit, as usual, uh, he had some very good sixes, which kept the fans going. but right. unfortunately <laughs> he also got out right right so, right and uh, we could also see rohit and kohli batting together for some point of time there uh, major speculations of a rift between kohli and rohit i but i think they showed uh, there is nothing like that and uh, the team health is good that is that is absolutely right because there is way too much going on about kohli and rohit which is not healthy for the game as it is i mean yes i understand if you feel that rohit is a better captain than kohli is and you have the numbers to prove for it which i do agree on but this sort of conversation happening and i think there's way too much clutter about there's something going on between kohli and rohit but it does not seem that way i mean they're players in their individual terms and and uh, both of them are making it clear that no there's nothing going on between us i also saw a comment on social media yesterday immediately when india were opening they said i want dhawan somebody says i want dhawan to get out quickly so that i can see rohit and kohli in the middle and yeah. then but that is that is bad guys i mean it's almost like they're trying to push something that is non existent so that, that's one more thing uh, pinga you want to add something yeah um yeah actually uh, if you see um these both teams had a, a long break actually after the world cup like they had no competitive cricket to play and maybe that's the reason why uh, both teams took a little bit rusty to the start and everything and that is uh, yeah. yes one more point i had to make was regarding rishabh pant because there was a lot of time for him to play in and uh, like yeah, get into the zone but Absolutely. he Absolutely. yeah yes he Bonani. somehow doesn't seem to replacing hmm. ms dhoni is a very big task and uh, he yeah. should uh, have some 
Yeah, yeah, it's his starting days of career uh, and uh, he's getting his chances more, but he uh, should also capitalize on those chances properly because he had uh, gone for that. He should beat the game more. Yeah. Right, absolutely right, because uh, as Subhu said, replacing and getting into the shoes of MS Dhoni is absolutely tough because the amount of contribution that he's done to Indian cricket is, is extraordinary. And then as Pinga said, he does not seem to gauge the situation of the game. He just does not seem to react responsibly. Even, uh, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's an old story, but then even in the match against New Zealand, the semi-final, he was playing yeah. well. It's okay. It's okay to play off four dot balls and then he just doesn't like those dot balls. Uh, some people are comparing uh, Rishabh Pant with uh, Virendra Sehwag and saying that we need to have more patience with Rishabh Pant. But I have a point to make here. R- Virendra Sehwag was a very responsible player in the earlier part of his career. Only after he realized his potential to change the game immediately, that was when, and even then, Sehwag played very responsibly. Yes, he enjoyed his game. He wanted to hit a six to get to a hundred, even when the situation wasn't that way. But then, uh, Sevas knew where to show his attitude of the game and where to stick with the game. And I think, yeah, but I think it's the difference yeah. between uh, opener and the middle order player, right? He was true, an opener. True, true. He has to attack or defend. He sets the mood of the game. Which is absolutely a great point. Yeah. He has to follow the, like, what's the uh, way of the game that, that has been set before him. Absolutely right. I think that that makes more sense than what I was saying because as an opener, Virendra Sehwag's role was to set the game for uh, the people to come. Here we already have openers who are here to set the tone and from the middle of the batsman, what is expected is to understand the game better. And I think in that way, comparison with somebody like a Yuvraj Singh will make more sense. Yuvraj Singh was a very explosive player. He could mm-hmm. hit the ball out of the park anytime he wanted, but he played to the situation. In some, in a match like the NatWest final, he knew where to strike the boundaries and where to take the singles. And somehow Rishabh Pant does not seem to gauge this. And I hope he gets, uh, you know, I really hope that they do show patience with him. But I also hope on the same time, at the same time, that he will understand that he is an integral part of the game and his wicket matters. Thankfully, that you know his wicket did not affect the game yesterday. But yes. Uh, that's the point. Yeah, and we need to give him more chances uh, since uh, he's one of the great. <coughs> Hello. Since uh, he ha- he's a good wicket keeper, and uh, uh, mm. in the past few games we have seen that he is he does play well, but uh, he needs to be given some time. He has to think uh, himself on how he has to play, and right. maybe in the future games he'll. Come with Maybe. flying colors. I hope, I hope he can actually make an impact today and tell all of us that, okay, see, I can play this responsible game. So, Pinga, you wanted to add something? Yeah, actually, did you guys get a chance to see the, like, Canadian Premier League where he's yeah. playing, like, the other international. Uh, Yuraj Singh uh, didn't do well. Actually, he was not out and he left the park. Uh, right, that was that was the first game. I think in the second game he got around 30 plus. Am I right? Am I right, Pinga? I haven't been following up completely. Yeah. In the second and third game, like uh, we got to see the vintage Yuraj Singh innings and all. Like in the third game, I guess he made some 50 runs of 21 balls. I guess maybe. Ooh. That is a a damn good innings for somebody who's retired from, you know, competitive cricket, I could say. That's that's brilliant. 
because in the second game he got 30 odd that's all i followed i did not follow his third game have they been the winning has this team been winning aggressive in a shot making and all like i saw the highlights just just saw the highlights okay so it's quite good watching uh, the bat actually yeah maybe that was the frustration from the first game when you <laughs> see his first game uh, he was really struggling to connect the ball with the bat and uh, yes. he had consumed a lot of balls but he scored less then ultimately he was given yeah. out stamping he was, he was uh, even, even not walked out, off but he walked uh, off he walked off, he walked shows, off. Uh, right and when, once he walked off the field walks you know, off and is not out uh, it shows how much uh, hard it would have been for him yes, to yes, do that that's a really good point subo because it shows and, a start uh, it's all, it was yeah. almost he just wanted to leave because he was not able to connect and then yeah. just walked off and he turned the things all around with this 15 the third game it's great that's, that is that's great that's how confidence and that's experience comes in uh, that's mm. the experience uh-huh. to play i hope prashant pant can catch up to that quickly another point was i also i mean yesterday we also got to see manish pandey bat it was only about 17 or 20 runs but then yeah i was kind of hoping that the opener set up a platform maybe like on 20 30 runs and then at one down virat kohli does not come out and he one sends money uh, i want to uh, yeah. add is uh, seeing the form of virat kohli virat kohli in world cup also he did not have any centuries and he, though he had 50s but uh, slowly i feel that uh, he is not scoring runs as before he That's had scored consecutive World Cup, but uh, yes. main uh, feature of Virat Kohli is converting those fifties into hundreds and uh, keeping seven. You're right. That he's that kind of player who gets a fifty and then goes to a hundred. But somehow that's a really good point that he hasn't been the same at the crease. He doesn't look like the flamboyant best that he is. He's playing well. He's really playing well, doing what the team wants. But as you said, uh, I don't think he has the scores to show for it. Yeah. Anything yeah, you can that? Form never right then. Which is true, but you know, until now we've seen Virat Kohli as a player who will score in any conditions at any time against any bowlers. So it is a little uh, surprising to see Virat Kohli yeah. playing this. He's getting out also earlier these days. Hmm. And suddenly you're able to see uh, weaknesses in Virat Kohli's batting, where you know, if you're bowling in a certain area, there are chances of getting him out, which wasn't the case. uh i can say maybe 6 7 months ago right yeah, yeah. but i am sure uh, he will get past this and he will uh, he will really come back and that's how champion players are and he's one of the best. one uh, one century is enough uh, for vidat kohli to come <laughs> back <laughs> just one century and he'll be back into space and then he'll just be a dread for the opposition bowlers once again coming back to manish pandey i was hoping that you know kohli doesn't come in because i feel after what happened in the world cup one thing is very clear we are not exposing the middle order as much as we should be we are just not exposing the middle order you know it's usually your top 3 who get to play most then maybe yeah. your fourth you gets a little game but then your rest of your order does not get to back usually so i think uh, if today if today's match if again it's a low scorer from the west indies or if there is a chance where you feel that virat kohli does not have to come out right now maybe send in a manish pandey or send in a rishabh pant let's see let's hope he shows up the responsibility or, or you can actually actually send in jadeja as well you know we want to see the middle order get exposed to this kind of bowling we need pressure situations where there's 
where the middle order comes into play we have always been given the comfort of time and runs by the top order and then when there is a really good bowling spell in the beginning and your top order falters then we are really struggling to keep up with the game so i think uh, giving manish pandey a few chances if today i would actually like to see shreyas pant today uh, she's sorry i'm sorry shreyas ayer today uh, but uh, does actually guys uh, does shreyas ayer keep wickets ah uh, no actually no actually if you see his ipl uh, playing also in this yeah, game you could see yeah. that uh, the starting few games uh, he used to defend and uh, he used to try to make runs but after that uh, he also just goes for shot but maybe we can uh, he's a good player he has his good first class record so yeah with the ipl as a captain he's been shining he's been doing a lot for the delhi red devils and sometimes i feel he's punching above his weight because you know i wouldn't look at somebody so young as a captain but delhi have taken the bet and he's he's paying off pretty well i can say and dealing with yeah. all everybody who's a senior in the team i think guys today would you uh, swap shreyas ayer for rishabh pant okay but then i think that leaves us without we, a keeper in the team right we could keep it yeah right so is there is that the only reason why we would want rishabh pant in the team because we don't have a keeper yeah if you see we don't have a, uh, maybe we have to bring in kl rahul but kl rahul is not a full time wicket keeper which is true which is true yeah so yes. uh, maybe uh, uh, as we all know that uh, maybe dhoni may not be playing all the matches from now so we have to find a more good wicket keeper and uh, maybe rishabh pant is the one where we can give him more chances and uh, he will he has to get he has to get to play more matches so that he gets uh, more practice obviously it's very difficult to become like ms dhoni but yeah and then yes, so the point is that we have a lot of really good wicket keepers waiting in the you know first class uh, circuit you have somebody like uh, ishan kishan who's a really aggressive wonderful batsman who can keep wickets as well so if rishabh pant keeps doing this again and again you know maybe there will be a time where he will have to be left he out he will have left out yeah. so i hope that doesn't arrive because i'm i'm myself I've been a great fan of Rishabh Pant from his Delhi Daredevil days, and I enjoy his batting. But I would really appreciate a lot more responsibility. It is, uh, yeah, it's a early days of his career, so he will have to be more responsible enough uh, to Correct. take the team. Right. Since right. the team is not so dependent on him, but in future it may be possible that uh, the team is dependent on the middle or mm-hmm. order batsman because when we had dhoni uh, there would be a sense of responsibility we all know if dhoni is there we can win right but, uh, that's a good point yeah after when right now in the dhoni middle order we don't have anybody like that in the middle order yeah, we don't have anybody that no we can, we can rely okay. upon that uh, yeah we can process over the line and is this whole middle order thing about trying to develop somebody like a yuvraj or somebody like a dhoni whom you would say okay it's okay if my openers fail it's okay if my number 3 fails i have my middle order whom i can depend on to get me across the line so i think that is that should be the intention while trying to build this middle order from now yeah we yeah. always had a solid middle order uh, in the last decade or so we always had a solid middle order ranging from people like uh, vivs lakshman saurav ganguly saurav ganguly of course opened in the white ball cricket so we had people like uh, who people whom we could really depend on and now it might 
be coming to a point where we'll have to look for such people or groom such people in our generation. Somehow after the match against New Zealand and also considering the performances before that, Sir Ravindra Jadeja looks like a player you can depend on. You know, yeah. there's a sense of calm about him. He's not the same young man who wants to come out and he's brashy. He's more, he's more thoughtful right now. He's, uh, he thinks a lot. He's playing his game with a sense of responsibility. So I would be looking at Ravindra Jadeja as a really good middle order alternate. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Actually, what are your, sorry Binga, you can please, can you go again? Hardik Pandya. Yeah, Hardik Pandya can come as a good finisher. He can come yeah. in as a good finisher, but would you depend on him in a situation where maybe you've lost your top four in the, in a, let's say in an ODI, you've lost your top four in 10 overs, would you be depending on Hardik Pandya to get so, you to a score of two uh, We yeah. can't depend on Hardik Pandya. Maybe he had played a matches as well and he proved himself as a um, good batsman actually. Which and is, those, which is true. Yeah. And, uh, really good point. Some responsibility in yep. his IPL innings as well, but on international level, he just came out like uh, explosive batsman, just bash and go get out that. Right, time. maybe maybe once or twice if we can see Hardik Pandya taking the responsibility, maybe that would really instill yeah. us with a lot of confidence. The situation demanded actually when he came out, like there were like two three overs left, and he had to hit go for the shots and all. Right, true. That is that is absolutely right. So and maybe we will. Point I have, I want to make here is, uh, what about uh, the future of Kedar Jadav? I think he's gone. Absolutely right, and you know, being a man who was known for the number six or number seven spot in every match, Kedar Jadav, I believe, has disappeared after the World Cup. I yeah. do you think Kedar Jadav is going to be picked anytime I, soon? I, I don't think so because he was given a lot of opportunities. And uh, in, even in World Cup, uh, uh, also he didn't perform quite good, getting Absolutely. out for a few runs and eating in up the balls. Right, in the World Cup, he was non-existent. If you, if I ask you to name 11 people in the team from the World Cup in the next 10 seconds, I'm sure you would not remember Kedar Jadav at all. Because he, he had, had a lot of fitness issues as well. Yeah? He had a lot of fitness issues as well. Like, yeah. he used to get injured very frequently. Yeah, hey, hey. And yeah. there was all concern about his fitness. He feels and then he runs in and he gets himself injured. He's running between the wickets, he gets himself injured. And somehow he's not like all the other players in the team. Where you look at a Hardik Pandya or a Rishabh Pant, they have their fitness levels to the utmost. See, uh, we can't comment on the direct fitness of a player though. But then yeah. when you look at these players, you can say that Kedar Jadav is just somewhere not there. Uh, yeah, so I think, uh, I think the last of it, uh, Kedar Jadav will be Kedar seeing. It's very difficult to see him again playing level. And you know, what is sad is that a player who's not been performing well, you backed him so much to play in a World Cup and he's so impact. And we didn't give a player who wants to perform like Ambati Raidu, we didn't you give him chance. So the whole Ambati Raidu thing seems even more sadder when, when, when you consider that people who were in the team were not able to perform and then there was a man who had been performing and for conspicuous reasons was left out and it's really upsetting. And that is something that a lot of players, for players are in felt that it was very upsetting that it should have happened and did not. But then yeah, the point is I don't think Kedar Jadav is coming back. Uh, that's that's probably the end of Kedar Jada. 
Yeah. It's really sad that he had to, unless he's performing extraordinarily in the IPL circuit or in the first class circuit. And if he does make a comeback, we on the on this podcast on Between the Wickets uh, will be really surprised, I'm sure. So I think that's it for now. I mean, we've discussed and today night it's going to be another match. So I'm quite excited to see what happens in this match. Hopefully a different pitch. It's going to be the same ground and I'm looking for changes in the team as well. Maybe drop one of the left arm all-rounders and uh, get get maybe KL Rahul or get uh, Shreyas Iyer into the team. Maybe we'll yeah, see. I would if really want Shreyas Iyer to be a part of today's yes, team. Absolutely right. Yes, yes. So, you know, my team for today, uh, if, if you ask me, my team for today would be drop. Uh, <laughs> no, maybe being a little cruel when I say drop Rishabh Pan, but drop Rishabh Pan for this one game. Drop Shreyas Iyer. Uh, sorry, drop... Uh, one of the left-arm all-rounders for this game. Bring in Shreyas Iyer. Bring in Lokesh Rahul. That way you have a keeper. You don't have an extraordinary keeper, but you have a keeper who is accustomed to doing this for 20 overs in, in a match in the IPL. So bring them in. Uh, Give a chance to Rishabh. That was the Shreyas Iyer. India, yes. Till now. You know, he never played for India. He did that in the IPL. Excuse yeah. me. He did that in the IPL. So maybe that would be a good option as well. Uh, so that would be the team. Your thoughts? My Sorry? playing 11... Is Dinesh Karthik part of the squad or is... No, no, Dinesh Karthik is not... uh, He is not included. You know, that is sad again because here is a guy who does not get chances at all. Yeah, my my 11 uh, would be... I would be... uh, uh, I would be going in with Rohit and uh, I would probably make uh, Davan go out and uh, uh, KL Rahul in with Kohli following up with Kohli. I would uh, uh, given another chance to punt. Mm-hmm. And, uh, okay. I would pick uh, instead of Manish Pandey. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. Because I would like to argue that Pandey himself doesn't get a lot of chances, but yeah, that's your 11. Yeah. Uh, Pinga, what about you? Uh, I'll go with the same 11 actually. Uh, you, so I, thought, I thought you would want to ask for Rahul Shahar to be playing. That was my expectation when I asked you that question. No, oh, actually, because uh, the three seamers played well, quite well, so I won't. Uh, why not give another chance to prove themselves? Yeah, it seems very fair to do. Yes. Maybe if India wins today's match, uh, they would be winning the series. So we can. Then, uh, game, we can take all those risks, I guess, which is a yeah. great point. Yeah. Deepak Chahar and uh, we can try. Nice, guys. Yeah. So, cool, guys. Then I think that should be it for this. Uh, episode of this podcast we will come back to you again next week i think by then we will be done with the first ashes test as well so we'll have a lot of stuff to talk about we'll be done with the t20s and the ashes test so i'm assuming we'll have a lot to talk about this has been our first episode uh i thoroughly enjoyed it and i'm sure subu and pinga did as well i'm hoping you as the listener are also enjoying this podcast we'll be coming back very soon with our next episode so this has been between the wickets the cricket podcast and that's it for now Thank you guys for listening to us. We will see you again. Peace out.